in Fort Collins. This is Clay with Wagner Electric Company. We're out of Greeley. We're here to promote our Generac and Cummins standby generators and our service to the community with any electrical needs. We're located at 1517 2nd Avenue in Greeley, 970-800-3693. The biggest thing that we want to promote is that we set the standard and we're here to support you and your needs. 970-800-3693. My name is James with Milco Carpet Cleaning. I'm based out of Millican, serving all of northern Colorado. We're a family-owned company that will clean your carpets, upholstery, tile, and rugs. My goal is to freshen your home and business, leaving you dry and clean in no time with no residues. Mention this ad and receive $10 per room off, up to $50. You can call me at 970-405-3740 or email me at nococarpetcleaning at gmail.com. Don't forget to check out my reviews on Google. Hey folks, The Rev here. Urban Survival is more than just a well-stocked pantry. It's preparations for contingencies that separate winners from losers. Be sure to attend the Longmont Survival Expo March 2nd and 3rd at the Boulder County Fairgrounds. It's Northern Colorado's premier event featuring thousands of survival products and subject matter experts. The event will be held in the Exhibit Building at 9595 Nelson Road, Longmont, Colorado. Phone number 970-581-5231. See you there. Hi, this is Rod from PCs and Parts. We are located in Loveland at the Orchard Shopping Center. I just wanted to let you know, not only do we fix and repair and build computers, we also have a great lineup of security camera systems. In today's world, we need every advantage we can get when it comes to security. Call us at 970-203-0696 or find us at PCsandparts.com. That's 970-203-0696 or PCsandparts.com. To celebrate the new year, we're having the biggest sale ever on overstock clearance and brand new products. For example, save 60% on our Goose Down comforters, the best comforters ever. They go perfectly with our MyPillow bed sheets and duvet covers. Save 25% on our brand new kitchen towels. They're made with the same technology as our famous My Towels. Our initial quantities are extremely low, so get them now before they go. Our seasonal flannel sheets are fine. Finally in. You save up to 50% and they sell out fast every year, so order now. They're truly the best flannel sheets you'll ever sleep on. Or save up to 80% on all our clearance items. And this is where it gets even better. For a limited time, your entire order ships absolutely free. Go to MyPillow.com and use promo code KHNC. Use that promo code to get deep discounts on all MyPillow products. And for a limited time, your order ships absolutely free. This is Mark Hall, host of the Come Out of Her My People show here on the Roar of the Rockies. Tune in to discover why, whether it's the law of the land or scripture, what you've probably heard it says is not what is written. It's time to come out of all of that. ETI is your local one-stop shop for all your heavy equipment needs, from rebuilding your components to helping manage your fleet. Our goal is to make your life simple. Our full-service hydraulic and machine shop will meet all your expectations. We also offer free pickup and delivery. Call Jeff at 970-685-2064 with any questions or to schedule a pickup. Again, that's 970-685-2064. 
Hey, Chris Lewis here with My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com, 970-776-0258. At My Favorite Gunsmith, all I do is repair firearms. I love freedom more than guns, but the only thing that separates a free man from a slave is firearm ownership. I would only add that it needs to work. All of my guns work. Do yours? Find out, 970-776-0258. My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com. That's 970-776-0258. The views and opinions expressed on KHNC are entirely those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Excursion Broadcasting Network. Day by day, oh dear Lord, three things I pray, to see thee more clearly, love thee more dearly, follow thee. Greetings, good morning. Welcome to the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. Every Sunday, 9 to noon, here on 1360 AM Radio. Podcasts for the programs will be on 1360KHNC.com to the podcast section, the Olive Tree site. And contact information is Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. And to, I guess, the, I, I apologize, I only have three hours to present way too much. I'm trying to think of all the different things that I really feel are important. One thing, the most important, is the is Christ said there would be signs in the time, in the years before He comes. The earth Since 1948, the earth has been pregnant, pregnant with prophecy. And the pregnancy began really for the prophecies of the time of our, or of our time, of the end of the age. The prophecies came alive in 1948. So you can say that the world is pregnant with all of the final prophecies that must take place from that time to the time of Christ. And in Matthew chapter 24, the Lord says, he breaks it down in many different ways. Uh, chapter 24 of Matthew is like part A, B, C, D, E, and F. Part A is the prophecy that Christ gave Israel that the temple would be torn down. 
Then part B is the Lord says that um, the, 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 the disciples asked Christ. He said on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately saying, tell us. When these things shall be, when will the temple be torn down? And he was, in A.D. 70, the temple was torn down. What shall be the sign of your coming and of the end of the world? When is, what are the signs of your coming and the end of the cosmos? The end of the world, meaning Satan's rulership, ownership of the earth his cosmos and what things will happen as you as your time to return is near what do we look for they didn't ask him teach us doctrine teach us theology didn't teach us more about your uh, how you're the son of God your divinity no finally he had instructed them on who he was God incarnate he's going to die he's going to raise from the dead he's going to forgive mankind their sins but they asked him what is the sign of your coming and the end of the age the end of the cosmos so part B he says this, pay attention that no man deceive you. That will be the sign, the first sign of the age or of the, of the, the sign of his coming and the end of the age. Deception. Deception. The world would be deceived. The nation of Israel would be deceived. And the family of God would be deceived. The family of God meaning the bo all born again believers. See to it that no man be deceived. We are in the time of the great deception. Never before in history has there been this scale magnitude of deception then he says you're going to hear of wars rumors of wars see that you be not troubled for all these things must come to pass but the end is not year this is still part B nation shall rise against nation kingdom against kingdom there will be famines and pestilences earthquakes in many places this is still part B and he says these are the beginning of sorrows of sorrows just the beginning in other words this is the pregnancy this is not the time of hardship of labor and birth it's the beginning of the pregnancy These are all these, all these things are the beginnings of sorrows.
from 1948 to the present, we are in the time of sorrows. Then at the end of the time of sorrows, verse 9 begins. Then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted, will kill you, you'll be hated of all nations for my name's sake. A persecution begins. Many will be offended, will betray one another, will hate one another. Many, meaning numerous, almost an uncountable, cannot be counted number of false prophets will arise and deceive many. In the world, in Israel, and in the body of Christ. Because iniquity will abound, the love of many shall wax cold. But he that endures unto the end, the same will be, sh will be saved. And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world for a witness unto the nations, and then shall the end come. So after part B, the time of sorrows, comes part C, the time of tribulation. In some, tra in some translations, it says, this shall be the time of tribulation. Just before a woman gives birth, there's, there's difficulty. There's just a miserable period where the, the woman just cannot bear the pain and the discomfort. But that's still not the birth. Then you have part D, beginning with verse 15. So for the Christian people, there's a time of sorrows. There's tribulation. And now in verse 15, now great tribulation. Therefore you will see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel, the prophet, stand in the holy place. Whoever reads, let him understand let those which be in Judea... Now the sign shifts specifically to Israel. The focus... Christ is bringing the focus to the nation of Israel. And the sign... This sign will take place in Israel. The abomination of desolation will stand in the holy place... Those that are in Judea flee to the mountains, meaning go east over the Jordan River to the mountains in Jordan. Verse 17, He that is on the housetop, don't return into the house. Don't take anything out of the house. The house and your belongings are unimportant. Verse 18, Neither let them which are in the field return back to take his clothes. Nothing physical is important. You leave everything. 
to the people in Israel. Nothing that you own is important. The saving of your soul is what is vital. Woe to those who are with child and those who give suck in those days or those who are pregnant and those who are nursing. Woe to them, meaning hardship to you. Hardship to the pregnant, the women who are pregnant, hardship to the women who are nursing children. Pray that your, your escape will not be in the winter or on the Sabbath day. So you have two hardships. Winter, it's a hard, can be a cold, hard, wet time. Then he says something rather strange, neither on the Sabbath day. This is an extremely negative, he presents this in an extremely negative way. And he is saying that the Sabbath in this context is not positive. The Sanhedrin, after uh, Rome destroyed the temple, the religious world at the time of Christ, after his resurrection, dissipated, became powerless, non-existent. But in the time and all the scriptures the prophecies about our time presently and Israel's present or they are as a nation the focus of Israel will be on the religious system that they lost that was that had disappeared 2000 years ago and they want to re recover they want to re um, to, to bring alive, to resuscitate that pharisaic system that was lost at the time of Christ. And they're going to revive it. It will once again return. Israel will once again have a legal system in Israel that will once again be a negative affect, affect the country in a negative way. Religion is very deceiving and the Sanhedrin is now once again there is a Sanhedrin in Israel and the Sanhedrin that religious world, that religious system is very powerful and it is affecting the government and the society, the religious world definitely. And Christ is saying, you better pray, you better petition that, petition God, that your flight and you, the, the, the time where you have to flee will not be on the Sabbath, on that day. Because the Sanhedrin, the 
restrictions on travel that are coming to the nation of Israel will be in place once again. If it's the Sabbath, there will be no travel. Everyone is confined to your home, basically. So he is, in a negative way, explaining to the Jewish people, when this abomination of desolation stands in the holy place, declares himself to be God, desecrates the temple, flee. And I think it was Habakkuk, I'm trying to remember where. And he who hears about, even you may not see, the people in Israel may not actually see this person stand in the holy place and declare himself to be God. They will hear about it. Some will, some will be about their business and they will hear of this great leader declaring himself to be God. And uh, I should try to find that verse. The verse says, and when you hear about it, he that hears this, just to hear about it, brings distress. Just to hear about it makes you sick. Just to hear about it is so unnerving that you're perplexed almost. You are stymied. But it says, whoso hears about it, let him run. Let him run. And this is what Christ is saying here. Your flight, play that you pray that you run, that your sprint, that you dash will not be in the winter or on the Sabbath. But he that hears this, let him run. Meaning, with all your being, as fast as you can, you leave Israel and you get over the Jordan River to the mountains in Jordan. Because he says, for then, because of this sign, then shall be great tribulation, great hardship, such as was not since the beginning of the world to this time, no, nor ever shall be. So you have part A, you have part B, you have part C. So now you have to flee. Except those days would be shortened. There will be no flesh saved. But for the elect's sake, and this is not talking about Christian people. The elect here is not about born-again people. Not people in the body of Christ. The elect here means the Jewish people who are not born again, the Jewish people in Israel that God has marked out, that He has a mark on them that are going to live through the three and a half years of tribulation when Antichrist occupies Jerusalem and Israel, they will live into, in the 
Petra in the Jordan and if these days weren't shortened even the elect, elect would not make it in my view and, and uh, I am I have a conviction I'm convicted many many believers do not share the same conviction uh, they don't see they don't view things the way I do there's nothing I can do about that there I have no say no control over what people see and don't see God is the one who opens the eyes <clears throat> excuse me who opens the eyes of the understanding only God can reveal deep things to his children the children who are not receptive to what God has to say who uh, aren't interested they become casualties in the evangelical churches in, in America the great multitude of casualties within the body of Christ will be evident by the end of the first half of the tribulation even before that the signs are evident the whole world the children of the world are wiser than the children of light the children of the world they know something's up they know they understand that the world is off balance that the societies have no uh, uh, they have no they're, they're fighting to find solutions to problems they don't have the solutions they don't know what to do even the leaders of the world who supposedly are the brilliant people of the world uh, realize that the only thing they can do is uh, take what they have in their bank accounts try to find ways to protect it and trying to try to find safe havens the children of the world are wiser than the children of light the children of light those who should be looking for the signs uh, don't care or aren't interested doesn't matter because they will be removed from hardship they will be removed from the time of tribulation they'll be removed from anything negative well they don't know a righteous holy God they don't realize that wheat in the field is going to suffer a lot of uh, hardship the sun heavy rains high winds even hail we're God's wheat in the field and not until the harvest 
We stay in the field till the harvest. We're not removed. Some of the, the edges of the field are left for later and the center of the field is taken early and then you have one or two, you know, uh, they come to, to uh, they bring in the, the machinery to, I'm trying to think of the, the term, to harvest. These, the edges, the heart and the center of the wheat field is gathered at the same time. You don't get the center where everything is ripe and mature and then the from there you go out to the edges. No. The wheat is harvested at the same time. The grapes are harvested at the same time. The Christians that believe that they're going to be protected from the hardships that I'm presenting here in point B, C, and D are in for a drastic setback, dismayed. The uh, world became pregnant when Israel became a nation. And now we have the generation in the baby boom generation in America. I'm going to go to a break, the bottom of the hour break here in the first hour. I'll have to come back. The program is Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. We'll be back and continue the visit. Do you love AM 1360 and the uncensored radio you get to listen to every day? KHNC has launched a listener sponsorship fundraiser to raise the money needed to replace our old failing transmitter. Your generous donation will help make this much-needed upgrade happen so you and future generations can continue to hear the uncensored truth for decades to come. By donating and becoming a KHNC sponsor, you will receive the new AM1360 t-shirt, a bumper sticker, and the new limited edition one-ounce pure silver KHNC coin. Also, for being part of this exclusive group, you will receive the monthly KHNC newsletter. The sponsorship package requires a minimum donation of $100, although donations of any amount will be greatly appreciated. You can help us purchase the new transmitter by going to 1360KHNC.com and clicking the Donation tab at the top of the page. Again, that's 1360KHNC.com and click the Donation tab. Thank you. Mountain High Floors has been Northern Colorado and Southern Wyoming's floor experts for over 30 years. Whether you need new hardwood, sand and finish, laminates, or tile and stone, Mountain High Floors will give you the unsurpassed quality and service you deserve. We do residential, commercial, and custom work. Call 970-545-2844, mention KHNC, and get a 10% discount up to $200. Again, that's 970-545-2844. Oh, in the game. As 1360 continues to grow, we want to know what our listeners think. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Give us your feedback. Go to 1360KHNC.com and hit the contact button and give us your thoughts. 
reasons to own gold. Brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group at allamericangold.com. Reason number 647. Most people don't even know that the courts have already ruled. Once money is deposited into the bank, the bank owns the money, and the depositor is merely an unsecured creditor of the bank. Which means if the bank goes under, you get paid last. After the financial crisis, instead of breaking up too big to fail, the government and the Federal Reserve created Dodd-Frank and made too big to fail banks even bigger while putting your deposits more at risk. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. To learn more, visit us at allamericangold.com or call us at 800-951-0592. This is Rick Rodriguez. Christ said he would build his church and the gates of hell would not prevail against it. Join me on Sundays from 9 to noon for the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program on 1360 AM KHNC. Welcome to the second half of the first hour of today's program, Olive Tree and Lamp. Um, yeah, the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. As I was saying in the last initial half hour segment, the world has been pregnant with the prophecies of the time of the 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 prophecies that will take place in the years before Christ returns. We are pregnant. The earth is pregnant. Prophecies that could never take place before 1948 are now in motion, working, alive. The Christ gave prophecies so that God's children would be warned and cognitive and uh, would have a view of the time that uh, we all live in. The baby boom generation, children was a sign that we're in the last generation. In the last generation would be 70 to 80 years and maybe a little longer. We are at 72 years since Israel became a nation. And in that 70 years, we have a second. We The baby boom generation children had children. Now their children are having children 
and there's just the beginning of those children, that group, having children. So you almost have four generations within a final generation. A great empire. I'm going to try to just go through some of the prophecies that are taking place that are active. Israel became a nation. America would become the nation that would be the greatest empire ever in the history of mankind. Technology, there would be a spurt uh, of knowledge and technology would become so I mean, it would just, uh, I don't know how to phrase it. Just a boom. And now we're, we can see the DNA. We have the markers for the DNA. We have AI beginning to make decisions for mankind. AI is going to make decisions on how warfare is going to be, how we're going to fight wars. We're in a panoptic age. We see everything. We pretty much hear everything. Everything is under being surveilled by this government, all the governments of the world. The societies of the nations are being watched. Data is being stored. We're going to a society where there will be no cash. This couldn't happen in 1948 or 30 or 1910. Couldn't even happen in 1970. But now it is possible. This would be one of the great signs before Christ returns. The kingdom of the Antichrist would be cashless. This is a sign that is we can't ignore. Christians do ignore. Many Christians do admit that, yes, we are in the years before Christ returns, but we're not going to suffer hardship. Well, the deception is part of the sign of the time in which we live. There's a prophecy of Russia in Ezekiel 38 and 39. Prophecy of Iran, ancient Persia, working together as, as two nations who will attack Israel with, I believe it's Turkey, and it could be even forces out of Ukraine in that area, Ethiopia, Libya, out of North Africa. And... Uh, all these prophecies that are like they're, they're in view and they're going to begin to like people that have, have played bingo you have that that little square box with windows on it and you have all those ping pong balls bouncing around 
and then all of a sudden the tube will pull up a number then another ping pong ball with a number another ping pong ball or another ball with a number this is the prophecies the prophecies are in that little glass box and they're going to be pulled up one at a time and be fulfilled the prophecy that has just been pulled up the Psalm 83 war it began on October 7th 2023 that has been pulled up that now is on the board very shortly the next ball to come up is going to be the Ezekiel war Ezekiel 38 and 39 the next ball that's going to be brought up very shortly is this country we're going to have a new leader of this country and that new leader that person will be the last president of the United States of America I've mentioned many times who I believe that person is Barack Obama I believe he will be back another ball that's going to be pulled up is China is going to become very aggressive in uniting the Asian sisters the Asian sisters the kings of the East are going to gather that ball will be pulled up before long another ball that's going to be pulled up is Israel is going to destroy Damascus in the Psalm 83 war Israel defeats Hamas in Gaza Hezbollah in Lebanon the uh, terrorists in Syria Israel will occupy the real estate of King Abdullah in Jordan that real estate will become Israeli territory Israel is beginning her expansion of her land that God had given her and promised to Israel 3,700 years ago plus Israel has to begin to expand her borders and regain territory to the south and the west of Israel the Gaza Strip will become Israeli territory Lebanon in the future will become Lebanon will become Israeli territory also part of Syria will become part of Israel present-day Jordan is going to be Israeli territory from the Nile River all the way to the Euphrates River that will become Israel's territory at the time of Messiah's coming or when Messiah comes that land will be given once again back to Israel another ping-pong ball that's going to be pulled up is uh, Damascus being destroyed and then eventually in the Middle East after Russia and the nations that congregate in the Middle East to destroy Israel not not so much to destroy 
but to just take over the land of present-day Israel to the Mediterranean, they're destroyed. And then the occupation of the United States of America in Israel. So these balls, these ping-pong balls, are being pulled up that tube, and each one is being placed on the board. Other prophecies. A great prophecy that is about to take place on uh, April the 8th is the second solar eclipse in seven years. And this solar eclipse basically makes an X across the nation. So the uh, God is speaking in the heavens. And during this month of April, there going to be, there's going to be an alignment of the planets on the 3rd of April, the 4th of April, the 8th of April, the 20th of April, the 29th of April. There are going to be different signs in the heavens, as well as on the 8th of April. I think the 9th will be one too. The 8th will be the sun the solar eclipse, and I think the ninth there is another sign in the heavens. God is speaking from the heavens, using the heavens to speak to mankind, especially to the people in the body of Christ who are looking for the ways in which God speaks to mankind to reveal to mankind how near he is, how close we are to seeing the return of Jesus Christ. There will be another sign, another one of these, again, in the game of bingo, you have the little square box with glass on all four sides, and it's pulling up one ball at a time with a number on it. Another ball that would be pulled up is the the great um, push move uh, the great direction that the United States of America we will go a direction that nobody would believe is possible we will as a nation make a three a hundred and eighty degree turn from the sayings of Christ to the teachings of witchcraft. The Harry Potter movies. No nation on the earth has spent more money watching Harry Potter movies than the United States. Because this nation is going to become an occult nation. This is another one of the balls being pulled up the tube and being put on the board. And the Christian people, many, in a certain deceived uh, company of people in this country, believe that America is going to be, we're going to turn it around. Things will be brought back to uh, normal uh, balance. No, 
America is moving in the direction of the occult. Of all the people in this country that should realize that, it would be the Christian people. The Christian people don't want to talk about the occult, the power of the occult. The Everywhere you look, occult images, occult signs, Hollywood, the music industry, everywhere you go to the internet, you hear of child porn, child abductions, uh, slave people being um, used for ritual, satanic ritual, people disappearing. It's evident, but not to most of Christianity. In Hebrews chapter 12, I know that I'm presenting some hard, distressing, presenting things that, that are, are not touchy-feely. I can't. We're too close to the great hardship. We're too close to the tribulation. Tribulation is, is maybe uh, this year it could be. I know that by 20 into 2025, I cannot see, there is no way you could convince me we won't be in the tribulation in 2025. I, I, I cannot see how we will not be in the tribulation. The end of this year, we still have nine months left. And the way that things are moving quickly, I don't believe there's going to be an election. There's going to be a change in government. But what kind of government is going to, are we going to be under? Now, in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 22, you've come to Mount Zion, and, and Hebrews was written by the Apostle Paul to the Jewish people. This was written to the Jewish, new, the new Jewish converts to Christianity who had left the, the uh, religion of Judaism and had converted, and now they were converts into Christ. You've come to Mount Zion, to the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem. You have come to thousands of countless angels gathered with joy, You've come to a meeting, an assembly of the firstborn. Children whose names are written in heaven, you become citizens. You have come to God, the judge of all people, to the spirits of good, righteous people who have been made perfect. You've come to Jesus. You've not come to a religion. You've come to a person, Jesus. Yeshua, the one who brought the new agreement from God to his people, the new covenant, 
you have come to the sprinkled blood that was shed that has a better message that speaks of a better more insistently better uh, <clears throat> way of, of atonement than the blood of Abel be careful and see that you do not refuse to listen when God speaks this is the apostate condition of the American evangelical Christianity for the most part they are not listening the signs are in front of us God is speaking clearly through wars rumors through the plagues through the hardships financially through the breakdown of society to the uh, children who are being are disappearing used as sex slaves or sacrifice they're being used to sacrifice don't refuse to listen to him when he warned them then on earth they didn't escape do not think you will escape we can escape it will be possible to escape which it is not if we refuse to listen to God who is warning us from heaven God is speaking to the American evangelical Christians in the signs in the heaven this next solar eclipse is the second eclipse in seven years and it is making the sign of an X on this country and that way that in which it's across the country if you look at the Hebrew alphabet it looks like the final letter in the Hebrew alphabet Tav God is speaking very clearly that now last time that uh, the eclipse took place it went over certain seven cities in the United States with the name Salem this time it's crossing with seven cities throughout the, the states that it crosses with the name of uh, um, <clears throat> I'm going to forget the name Jonah went to Nineveh Nineveh meaning judgment there was peace seven years ago during the time of Donald Trump's pre presidency don't think that is insignificant that is very significant there was peace when he was in office there was order now we have judgment the judgment has begun on America and it's going to increase the hardships in this country aren't going to uh, lessen they're going to increase become more intense don't refuse to listen to him when he warned when we are being warned we're not going to escape how much more is it going to be if we refuse to listen to God who is warning us from heaven when he spoke before his voice shook the earth but he did promise then that he's going to shake the earth once again 
But he's not going to shake just the earth only. He's going to shake the heavens also. The word once again clearly shows us that everything that was made, things that can be shaken, will be destroyed, removed, so that only the things which cannot be shaken will remain. The body of Christ is going to be shaken. The people, the Christian people, the shaking is coming to all of us personally and collectively. What can be shaken, what is not of God, is not going to stand this coming shaking. And in Matthew chapter 7, at the end of the chapter, God is going to allow the wind, the rains, the floods, and the rivers to beat against this house that we call evangelical Christianity. It's already begun. It is going to shake this house. And what cannot remain is going to be destroyed. So, the shaking is coming. We can't, we can't uh, escape it. It will come. It has begun. And the believers in Messiah, in Christ, are not aware of the time that we're in because, for the most part, the assemblies of this country, not all, they do not have a message on eschatology. They don't have a message on the signs that we're to look for that will take that will occur because we're not looking Hebrews Paul said we are to look we're not to we are to pay attention we don't we're not to refuse to listen to what God is speaking to the evangelical churches of America we are to pay attention, but we're not aware that anything is happening. For the most part, that's not the case with everyone. But for the most part, that is the general condition of the evangelical churches of America, excluding the Lutherans, the Catholics, the Greeks, the Episcopalians. We'll go with to hour two in a few minutes. I will return after the top of the hour. Rick Rodriguez. Are you looking to sell your excess construction equipment? Trust Steffes Group's team of professionals to get you the best return on your investment. Steffes Group is a nationally recognized leader in the auction business with over 60 years of experience. Their team of professionals prioritize honesty, integrity, and outstanding service, and they work with you every step of the way to ensure a smooth and successful auction process. Go to steffesgroup.com right now to find a sales representative near you and discuss your options today. All of your electronic devices can be severely damaged by lightning bolts and power surges. Even worse, an EMP attack can destroy everything, leaving our technology-dependent society with no technology. But don't let that be you. 
Go to EMPShield.com and put KHNC in the promo code box. EMP Shield is an electromagnetic pulse, solar flare, and lightning protection system made to protect you and your electronics. Again, go to EMPShield.com and type KHNC in the promo code box. EMPShield.com. You can hear the roar. The roar of the Rockies. 1360 AM. KHNC. Johnstown. This is Tammy with Naturally Inspired Health Network. We created a group with real solutions for healthy living. Providers with products and services we trust. Need pain relief? Christy Sullivan, Vitality for Life. Want acupuncture? Debbie Ireland, Touch of the East. Looking for a medical doctor? Dr. Sharon Montez, Living Well Health Group. Solutions for health insurance? Wendy Scipioni, MPB Health. NaturallyInspiredHealthNetwork.com. Connecting people with real solutions for health. Bleed Stop, clinically proven and FDA cleared to stop even arterial bleeds. Pour it into the wound, apply direct pressure, and clotting occurs in seconds. No stinging or burning. Minor cuts or major wounds, Bleed Stop is a must for first aid kits, backpacks, and trauma bags. Find Bleed Stop by clicking on the Bleed Stop button on the 1360KHNC webpage. Products and prices listed on the KHNC website are 20% off the regular Bleed Stop website prices. Get yours today. The Blue Dragon Spa is a man-friendly spa with women bringing their husbands and significant others in for pedicures all the time. Men's feet hurt too, don't forget. Blue Dragon Spa, 1811 Hover Street, Suites A&B, Longmont, Colorado, 720-680-0492, 720-680-0492. ETI is your local one-stop shop for all your heavy equipment needs. From rebuilding your components to helping manage your fleet, our goal is to make your life simple. Our full-service hydraulic and machine shop will meet all your expectations. We also offer free pickup and delivery. Call Jeff at 970-685-2064 with any questions or to schedule a pickup. Again, that's 970-685-2064. Hey, honey, I've been looking all over for you. The radio says there's an emergency. What are you doing down here? I heard that, too. So I'm down here checking our preps, making sure we got enough Rocky Mountain freeze-dry ice cream. I hope we do. We need Rocky Mountain freeze-dry ice cream. It's so sweet and creamy, comes in all the flavors I love, and it's essential in an emergency. Yeah, and it melts in your mouth. They have vanilla, chocolate, strawberry, and a lot of other exciting flavors. It needs no refrigeration, and it lasts for 25 years. But I can't find it anywhere. Mom, Dad, I have something to tell you. I ate all the Rocky Mountain freeze-dry ice cream. No! Don't let this happen to your family. You need good snacks and treats for the moments that matter, especially when it's ice cream that doesn't melt. Go to RockyMountainFreezeDry.com and stock up on Rocky Mountain Freeze-Dry ice cream and candy today. Again, the website is RockyMountainFreezeDry.com. Get ready to embark on an extraordinary journey with Calvin Crosby, better known as the Deaf Blind Potter, and his over 15 million followers right here on KHNC every Monday at 5 o'clock p.m. Kelvin will motivate you and show you how to live beyond life's challenges right here on AM 1360.
Returning Saturday, March 2nd to KHNC, 1360 AM, and every Saturday, March through October, it's the Gardening with Joey and Holly radio show, Saturday mornings, 11 to noon. It's the Gardening with Joey and Holly radio show, topic-focused, guests from across the country, and answering your garden questions. Submit your questions now to gardentalkradio at gmail.com or call 24-7 to 1-800-927-SHOW. That's every Saturday morning, 11 to noon, March through October, Hi, this is Ron Tafoya, owner and operator of New Method Cleaners, Northern Colorado's oldest dry cleaners. Men's clothing to women's fashions, we clean it all. Give us a call with all your cleaning questions. If we don't clean it, we might have a solution. We have two locations to serve you in Severance and Fort Collins. Please call us at 970-775-0623. 970-775-0623. The views and opinions expressed on KHNC are entirely those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Excursion Broadcasting Network. Welcome to the second hour of today's Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church program. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. There is a time to end. There was a time to begin. There's a time to end. There was a 6,000 years ago, Adam and Eve were created. 6,000 years later, We're in the season where Christ, Messiah, will return. Then there will be a thousand year, a one thousand year 
wedding feast. We are at the end of Genesis 6th day. Genesis chapter 1. God presents himself as creator. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void. Darkness was upon the face of the deep. The Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. God said, let there be light. There was light. God saw that the light, that it was good. God divided the light from the darkness. God called the light day. Darkness he called night. And the evening and the morning were the first day. God said, let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters. Let it divide the waters from the waters. God made the firmament, firmament, divided the waters which were under the firmament, firmament from the waters which were above the firmament, and it was so. God called the firmament, firmament, firmament heaven, and the evening and the morning were the second day. God said, let the waters under the heavens be gathered together into one place. Let the dry land appear. It was so. God as creator. God as creator. Now we go to, this was the beginning, this was a creation of the earth and the destruction of the earth and the recovering of the earth to make earth suitable for man so man could live. John chapter 1 the Gospel of John, chapter 1. Now, John is introducing Christ in his eternal, in his eternity. This is Christ being presented to mankind as God, as God, not creator, only but as God himself. In the beginning, before all time, was the Word, Christ. And the Word was with God, the Word was God. The Word was God himself. He was present originally with God. All things were made and came into existence through him. Without him was not one thing made that has come into being. Christ in his eternal state once again, as creator, Genesis chapter 1, God, Christ as creator, the Godhead, in, Matthew, in uh, Genesis chapter 26, uh, chapter 1, verse 26, God said, his, as a, God said, let us, Make man in our image after our likeness, his plurality. Let them have the Godhead. Verse 26, God, as the Godhead, Father, Son, and Spirit, said, Let us make man in our image after our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, over the cattle, over the earth, over every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth. God in his Godhead state, Christ creating all things, and here in John chapter 1, Christ is being presented as God, the Creator, Christ, the Word of God, as Creator. 
In him was life, the life was the light of men, and the light shines in the darkness, for the darkness has never overpowered it, put it out or absorbed it, or appropriated it. There is a man sent from God whose name was John. This man came to witness that he might testify of the light that all, my, all men might believe in it. He was not that light himself, but came that he might bear witness regarding the light. There it was, the true light coming into the world, genuine and perfect, steadfast that illuminates every person. He came into the world, through the world, though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him, did not know him. And it is the same presently. He created the world. He came 2,000 years ago, finished his ministry, died, washed the sins of the world away, raised from the dead. He now sits in the heaven, in God's heaven at the right hand of God. But he is coming. He is returning. He came to that which belonged to him, his own. The Jewish people. His domain, his creation, and they who were his own did not receive him, did not welcome him. They will not welcome him again. And most Christians, to be honest, most of the churches, the seven lampstands, are not too excited about the return of the Lord. They're not that happy. They're not that excited. They would prefer that he would delay another thousand years because they are far from him. And they, in the body of Christ, point the finger and accuse Israel of being apostate. When we, believers in all seven lampstands, for the most part, have a great apostasy, have a spirit of leaven, of apostasy. But to as many as did receive and welcome him, he gave the authority, the power, the privilege to become the children of God. That is, to those that believe and trust in his name, who owe their birth neither to blood, or the will of the flesh, to the will of man, that of natural father, but to God, they are born of God. And the word, Christ, became flesh, human incarnate, and tabernacled. He fixed his tent of flesh. He lived a while among us. We saw his glory, his majesty, as glory as the only begotten Son receives from his Father, full of grace, favor, and truth. So here, John is, in the Gospel of John, Christ is being presented as the very God, very God, as the creator of all things, as a shepherd to his people who they reject, 
but he gives life to man. And we who are believers, true Christians, we are born again. We have light in us. John testified about him, cried out that he was, this was he of whom I said, he who comes after me has priority over me, for he was before me. He takes rank above me. He existed before I did. Out of his faithfulness, we have all received and share, and we were all supplied with grace after grace and spiritual blessings upon spiritual blessings, favor upon favor, gift upon gift. For while the law was given through Moses, grace, unearned disease favor, undeserved favor, excuse me, undeserved favor, and spiritual blessings and truth came through Jesus Christ. The law was given through Moses, but grace came through Jesus Christ. No man has ever seen God at any time, but only the begotten of God, who is in the bosom of the Father. He declared him. He has interpreted him and made him known. This is the testimony of John, when the Jews sent priests and Levites to him from Jerusalem to ask him, Who are you? Today, the world is asking, who is, who is Jesus? Who is this Christ? Who is this Yeshua? And we are the ones who are to present this living God to people. He said, um, they said, so the leaders, the powers of the religious world were wanting to know who Christ was. He confessed, I am not the Christ. They asked him then, are you Elijah? He said, I'm not. Are you a prophet? He answered, no. They said to him, who are you? Tell us so that we may give an answer to those who sent us. What do you say about yourself? John said, I am the voice of one crying in the wilderness, the voice of one shouting in the desert. Prepare the way of the Lord. Straighten out the path of the Lord. As Isaiah said, the messengers have been sent from the Pharisees. They asked him, why are you baptizing if you are not the Christ or Elijah or the prophet? John answered them, I only baptize with water, but there is someone among you who you don't recognize and with whom you, whom you are not acquainted and whom you know nothing. It is he coming after me who is preferred before me, the string of whose sandal I am not worthy to unloose. These things occurred in Bethany across the Jordan where John was baptizing. The next day, John saw Jesus coming to him and said, Look, this is the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. This is whom I said, He after me comes a man who has priority over me, who takes rank above me because he was before me and existed before I existed. I didn't know him. I did not recognize him. But 
it is in order that he should be made manifest and be revealed to Israel. I came out baptizing with water. John gave further evidence saying, I have seen the Spirit descending as a dove from out of heaven, and it dwelt upon him never to depart. I did not know him or recognize him, but he who sent me to baptize with water said to me, Upon him whom you see the Spirit descend and remain, that one is he who baptizes with the Holy Spirit. I have seen that happen, and my testimony is, this is the Son of God. Again, the next day, John was standing with his two disciples. He looked at Jesus as he walked along and said, this is the Lamb of God. This was John presenting Christ in as the Messiah who was to come. Now, um, so this is this is Christ. It's very difficult to try to present to even Christian people that we are to present Christ just like John the Baptist. We are to present Christ exactly in the same way. He is the Messiah. We are to ascribe greatness to Him. We are to present Him to the world. And that He is the Lamb of God. I think we're doing a... attempting to present Him in the proper way. But I'm afraid that we're failing... I'm going to read Hebrews chapter 1, the Apostle Paul. Um, is also, John was presented in John, the Gospel of John chapter 1. one. John presents Christ as, as the Creator, as a Savior, as the Son of God, as the very God Himself. And this is how John, in chapter 1 of John the Gospel, presented Christ, presenting Him as the Word of God, who was God. Now, Paul the Apostle is doing the same thing in Romans, in Hebrews chapter 1. In the past, long ago, God spoke to our ancestors through the prophets many times in many ways in different presentations. Now, in these last days, God has spoken to us through His Son. God has chosen His Son to be heir of all things. And through Him, He made the world. 
He made the universe. He made the ages. The sun reflects, it radiates and shines forth the glory of God and shows exactly what God is like. He is the exact representation, the imprint of His very being. Christ holds everything together. He upholds all things with His powerful Word. I'm going to interject this. The world, we are moving, we are moving like wind coming across the desert. We are moving, the whole world is moving toward a coming tribulation. We have to accept the fact that there is nothing we can do to prevent this tribulation. We can't stop it. We can't pray and fast and plead with God to delay it. Christ is the one who's going to hold everything together. Christ is the one that's going to hold each one of us together. By His Word. By the power of His Word. We believers in America, the body of Christ is not aware for the most part of the time we are in presently, a time of birth pains, a time of sorrows. Because of the doctrines of demons, the great bulk of evangelical Christianity, a big, great portion, believes that we are going to be raptured out of hardship. Secondly, that many believe that we are going to become the rulers of the world. Dominionism. They don't know the scripture. Christ said in Matthew 24 that there is going to be persecution. There is going to be difficulties, hardship. We're going to be hated. We're going to be persecuted. We're going to die. One thing that is very difficult to the mind has a way of of protecting itself from negative things. But the word of God has a way of bringing reality, the realization of the gravity and the truth of time. We know that at some point we're going to leave this world. It's always in the back of the mind. Even young children know they have a a grasp that death is the final is is in the future. 
Christians in America don't want to believe that we are in the years before Christ returns, even though it's evident. The prophets of this country, those who are claiming to be prophets, are not warning God's children to prepare for difficulties to come. Not just with buying what we need, food preparation, etc., but spiritually. And <clears throat> in what's coming, Christ told the disciples that he had prayed. He told Peter, I prayed for you that your faith fail not. Well, in the deeper thoughts of the scriptures and the translations, Christ was telling Peter, I prayed for you, not just you, Peter, but I prayed for all of the disciples that their faith fail not. Because Satan is coming to touch your faith, to interfere with your faith in me. When you are strengthened, strengthen your brothers, meaning their faith. And I say that to the overcomers, not every person listening to me is going to be an overcomer. Because most who are listening don't realize they're deceived. Those in the New Apostolic Reform Movement, the Dominionist thinkers, those in the Seven Mountain Mandate belief system, don't realize they're deceived. They believe they're going to they're going to have the power to take over the earth for Christ and give the earth and the people of the world to Christ at his return. They don't know scripture. Their faith is going to fail. Those who know the truth, your faith, you're going to know what's coming. You won't resist it. You'll prepare for it. All the tree ministry, I'll be back. Any major disaster, especially weather related, when the power goes out, can cause people to suddenly panic. Within hours, grocery store shelves in your area can be picked clean. Food supply lines get interrupted and food is hard to find. At that point, it's too late to do anything about it. You must survive only on the food you already have in your home or risk waiting for the government to respond while you're standing in food lines. So ask yourself, do you have enough food in your home to last for weeks or months? That's why the smart move is to secure your family's personal supply of the most reliable emergency food you can buy. Having at least four weeks worth of food is not a luxury, it's mandatory. If you don't want you and your family to end up in this situation, go to 1360KHNC.com and click on the Patriot Supply button at the top of the page. That's 1360KHNC.com and click on the Patriot Supply button. 
this is Rod with PCs and Parts in Loveland, Colorado. We are your go-to place for computer parts and repair. We have been in business for over 19 years and love fixing computers. Come by and see us at 265 East 29th Street, number H, or visit us at PCsandparts.com. Or you can call us at 970-203-0696. That's PCsandparts.com. Or call us at 970-203-0696. Hi, this is Tammy Cuthbert Garcia with Naturally Inspired Radio. Tune in Monday through Thursday at 3 p.m. for the latest in natural health news. Get real solutions for healthy living and hear from our inspiring guests that are leading the way in health and freedom. If you've ever been frustrated or frightened by a cut or a nosebleed that won't stop bleeding or had an emergency where bleeding can't be controlled, you need Bleed Stop. It's a safe-in-the-wound, non-stinging, FDA-cleared powder that's clinically proven to quickly and easily stop bleeding even for severe wounds and for people on blood thinners or people with nosebleeds. My oldest son cut himself with a knife quite badly, and we had Bleed Stop with us, and we put it on the wound, and it stopped the bleeding. Bandages don't do much to stop the bleeding, certainly not if you're on a blood thinner. Bleed Stop works. Simply put Bleed Stop onto any cut or wound, apply pressure, and watch the bleeding stop. Easy to apply. It doesn't burn. It doesn't sting. Take away your bleeding fear. Bleed Stop absolutely works even if you're on blood thinners or suffer from nosebleeds. Bleed Stop is used in emergency rooms across the country. Bleed Stop only works if you have it on hand. Imagine what Bleed Stop can do for a serious cut. Find Bleed Stop by clicking on the Bleed Stop button on the 1360 KHNC webpage. Get yours today. 9-11, the Podesta emails, Epstein Island, Hunter's laptop, the 2020 stolen election. What truths are they hiding? Find out this and more on Just Informed Talk Radio, weekdays from 7 to 9 a.m. Every Sunday, 9 to noon, the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. Podcasts are at 1360khnc.com. Contact information is Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. Going back to where I left off. If your faith isn't intact, then you are going to be sifted as wheat. And I hate to say that many, many, the majority of the people who believe in this new new apostolic reform movement, especially here in northern Colorado, this is a, a massive, massive family that believe in this dominionist theology. They don't know what it is. They don't understand it. They don't know the scripture. And the I've met some of these very powerful deceivers. Very powerful deceivers. They are deceived themselves into believing that we're going to change things in this country 
and take this country back politically. They're going to be disappointed at this coming election. Many of these new apostolic reform individuals who believe that we're going to take over city governments, county, state governments, nationally, are going to be very disappointed. And at this coming election, their faith is going to be shaken. There's going to be a revolt within the congregations of the men who push this kind of theology. There's already in Kansas City, the Kansas City Prophets, the IHOP, the International House of Prayer Ministry, was devastated in October when their apostle of that movement, Mike Bickle, accusations of, of uh, sexual misconduct came, came out, came public. They're fighting the leaders of IHOP right now. These leaders, they cannot allow this system, this great income producing, this, this system that generates power and money. They are poo-pooing Mike Bickle's sins and the corruption within IHOP. This is international. Well, I read the verses that Christ is coming to shake everything that can be shaking, shaken. And within the IHOP crowd, they're saying that it's Satan. The devil got in. Well, you bet the devil got in. But Christ said that he is going to shake not only the earth, but the heavens also. And he is going to make sure that his people, the chastising that needs to come, will come. And the people in, the, in that organization... Bickle's gone, but they want to keep the organization together. Because where are they going to go? It's a, it's a doctrine of demons that we're going to take over the world for Christ. And they say that many of the people who have, you might say, are no longer Mike Bickle advocates, they think they are out of the system. No. They are in the system. There's just a change in order. But they're still part of the system. They still believe that they have the power to bind fallen angels and break the power of the... Uh, and, and break the, these, assign, these fallen angels are assigned to territories and they think they can bind these spirits and cast them to hell. No, they can't. They're not going to, we're not going to this church is not going to and then you have this new uh, Christian nationalism. This is really a deception. We are here on this earth as believers. We are 
here temporarily our our home is in Christ and in the coming in eternity what we're going to get in this life is hardship persecution but when your faith if your faith is not whole that's when you're going to suffer we have to do everything by faith without faith it is impossible to please God going back to Hebrews chapter 3 he holds everything together with the power of his word when his son made people clean from their sins he sat down at the right hand in the most honored position the right hand of God the son became much greater taking a, taking a place and rank by which he himself became as much superior to angels as the glorious name which he has inherited is different from any or from from and more excellent than theirs which of the angels did he say did God ever say you are my son today I have begotten you today I have established you you are in an official sonship relation with kingly dignity and again I will be to him a father he will be to me a son so here Paul in Hebrews chapter 1 is presenting Christ as the very God God himself moreover when he brings the firstborn son into the world he says let the angels of God worship him referring to the angels he said God who makes his angels winds and his ministers servants flames of fire but as to the son he says your throne O God is forever and ever to the ages of the ages and the scepter of your kingdom is a scepter of righteousness of justice straightforwardness so here Paul is presenting Christ as God himself your throne O God is forever and ever many Christians still to this day do not realize that Christ is God himself and uh, the spirits the forces of darkness they don't want mankind to realize who Christ is you've loved righteousness you've hated lawlessness therefore God your God has anointed you with the oil of gladness of exalted joy above your companions and also Lord furthermore you Lord you laid the foundation of the earth in the beginning and the heavens are the work of your hands they will perish you will remain you will continue permanently they will grow old and they will wear out like a garment like a mantle thrown about oneself you will roll them up they will be changed and replaced by others but you remain the same and your years will never end or come 
to failure. Besides, to which of the angels had he ever said, Sit at my right hand till I make your enemies a stool for your feet? Are not the angels ministering spirits sent out of the service for God's assistance to those who inherit salvation? That's what we've inherited, salvation. So, Christ is represented in the book of Genesis chapter 1, the Godhead who creates all things, who created man and gave man, we are created in God's likeness, we have dominion, image and dominion, in John chapter 1, Christ is presented as God himself again, the very God who creates all things. In Hebrews chapter 1, I'm sorry, yet 1, Paul the Apostle presents Christ again as the very God of eternity. He existed in eternity prior to the creation of the universe. He exists after the universe is discarded like a garment and burned with fire. During time, he is the very God himself who leaves his position of deity to become man, to suffer so he can identify with our sufferings. He suffers. Uh, he is able to experience great joy. He lives as a man to identify with us. These and Christ in these in Genesis chapter one, John chapter one, Hebrews chapter one, Christ is presenting himself as God again. As God, God as man in his deity. He has now not just his divinity, but now he has humanity. And he is on the throne at the right hand of God his Father with his divinity and humanity. He is the only one who has humanity in God's holy heaven. Now, Christ was not finished presenting himself to the world. In Genesis 1, John chapter 1, Hebrews chapter 1. Now God had, uh, Christ had another plan. He was going to continue to present himself to mankind and he did that through the Apostle John again, a second time. Through the book of Revelation, Christ visited John on the island while he was incarcerated. He was a prisoner, Patmos, and Christ reveals himself once again to John in his resurrected state, not in his human state, 
but in his resurrected condition, uh, 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 in his state of resurrection, as heir to be. And in the book of Revelation, I've tried to, I've looked at Revelation. <clears throat> Revelation is a, a courtroom. It's a scene in a courtroom. Many different, many different ways you can view the book of Revelation. But in the courtroom, and I like to watch movies where there is a judge, prosecuting attorney, defense attorney, a victim or a a uh, someone who's being represented someone being represented we in the in this courtroom in this scene in the book of revelation mankind is the victim and it's a corporate it's a, a, a courtroom where there are corporate victims there are the Gentile people who are victims that don't know God there are the Jewish, the nation of Israel the Jewish people they're in the courtroom because they have they have been uh, they're, they're, they're the, the defendant then they're the people in the body of Christ. We're there also being represented. Christ is the defense attorney for mankind. All of mankind. There is no one that can defend mankind like Christ from a righteous, holy judge. And he also, to confuse you, Christ is the judge as well as the prosecuting attorney, as well as the defense attorney. He's prosecuting the wicked. He's defending the innocent. But in the world, in the Gentile world, there are the guilty and the innocent. Within Israel, there are those who are guilty and innocent. Within the body of Christ, there are the guilty and the innocent also through their conduct. Then, in the courtroom, you have the accuser, the accuser of the brethren. You have the devil. You have Apollyon. You have <clears throat> Diablo, the devil. You have the children of the devil. In this courtroom scene, in the book of Revelation... You have all of the players. Also in the courtroom scene, you have the uh, I'm trying to decide, I'm trying to figure out how to explain the punishment to come, the lake of fire. And those that are going to be the occupants of the lake of fire. You also have the new Jerusalem and eternity. You have those who are going to be the occupants of the eternal 
world of God himself. Then in the in the courtroom, then you have all of the, then you have, there will be the uh, prosecution brings evidence against those who are the rulers of the world, the kings of the earth, the rich man of the earth, those who have committed the crimes against mankind, they're there. And the way that they were able to commit the crimes, you have in the book of uh, Revelation chapter 17, you have a great harlot who exists at the end of the world in the time before Christ's return. In principle, all through time, but specifically a system that the wicked use to inflict harm and death upon mankind. Revelation chapter 17, Revelation chapter 18. This book of Revelation is clear about every system, the corruption, the rich people of the world who will rule the world before Christ returns and who will and their 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 uh, not their sins, but their crimes, all of the crimes they commit against mankind. And God is watching. And Christ is the prosecuting attorney, prosecuting the wicked, the nations, even prosecuting the spirits who are the on the prosecuting uh, the prosecuting team the main prosecutor against God's people and the people of the world is the accuser of the brethren with all of his attendees the demons the fallen angels the whole kingdom of darkness and there are the uh, you have the accusations being brought against the people of the world um, specifically the accusations being brought against the Jewish people the, the seven tribes of Israel and then you have the accusations against God's children the born again people now in the book of Revelation 2 for the purposes of uh, the setting, the setting is a clear setting where you have seven lampstands that are being presented. You have Israel in chapter 12 as a whole family being presented by a vision of 12, uh, <clears throat> you have 12. Um, what is it? Stars? I'm trying to remember how it phrases it. Um, in chapter 12 of Revelation, a woman with 12 stars around her head, the moon under her feet. So Israel is, exp Israel 
is represented and you know who Israel is. You know who the churches are and you know who the world is. Then in chapter 11 is the, is the unique chapter because chapter 11 are called to the stand. The witnesses, the two witnesses in chapter 11, they have to take the stand. And they are, you might say, they have to testify. And they have to testify against the wicked of the world who need to be punished. And it's interesting that their testimony is in general against the sins that are being committed against mankind, but more specifically, the sins that are being committed against the people of America by the rulers. So the court scene, I've been developing it, and as I, it, it's just so intricate, I, I see it clearly. The two witnesses, they, they are called by the prosecution, Christ, to tell the world, to tell the jury what is happening in America, specifically. And then it says that these witnesses, they, get, they have the power to bring punishments to those that are being accused of evil for three and a half years. And the book of Revelation never talks about three and a half days. It always talks about years. Wherever you see three and a half days, you're not talking about 24-hour periods of time. They are talking always consistently about years. It says that these witnesses, they testify for 1,260 days. Then they're persecuted for three and a half days, three and a half years. They're persecuted in the tribulation. I believe I have that correct. I'll just make sure. We're going to finish... We're going to finish this hour, the second hour, and um, I, I was going to mention that I know that there, I, I do not have a, people have asked me if I have a church, an assembly, and I tell them that in that sense I'm not a pastor, so I don't. I do have a prayer group, prayer groups. But I don't function as a in an assembly setting. There is a brother in Loveland. His name is uh, Bruce. Um, he advertises here. I, I just forgot his name. I'm looking at the clock. I've got 18 seconds before I'm done. Uh, I will be back and uh, continue in the next hour, and I'll have his name. But for right now, podcasts are 1360khnc.com to the Olive Tree site. I'll be back.
Folks, the Rev here. Urban survival is more than just a well-stocked pantry. It's preparations for contingencies that separate winners from losers. Be sure to attend the Longmont Survival Expo March 2nd and 3rd at the Boulder County Fairgrounds. It's Northern Colorado's premier event featuring thousands of survival products and subject matter experts. The event will be held in the exhibit building at 9595 Nelson Road, Longmont, Colorado. Phone number 970-581-5231. See you there. Off-Road Automotive offers a wide range of used automobiles for all of your off-road and on-road needs. From classic Jeep CJ7s to high-end sporty Corvettes and everyday commuters, they have a vehicle for you. Bad credit or no credit, no problem. Their professional finance team has you covered. Give them a visit at 1392 Denver Avenue in Fort Lupton or give them a call at 303-502-3230. You can hear the roar. The Roar of the Rockies, 1360 AM, KHNC, Johnstown. I am free because I know that I alone am morally responsible for everything I do. I am free no matter what rules surround me. If I find them tolerable, I tolerate them. If I find them too obnoxious, I break them. I am free because I know that I alone am morally responsible for everything that I do. Robert A. Heinlein. Mountain High Floors has been Northern Colorado and Southern Wyoming's floor experts for over 30 years. Whether you need new hardwood, sand and finish, laminates, or tile and stone, Mountain High Floors will give you the unsurpassed quality and service you deserve. We do residential, commercial, and custom work. Call 970-545-2844, mention KHNC, and get a 10% discount up to $200. Again, that's 970-545-2844. Oh, and again. As the economy collapses, are you prepared to provide even basic essentials for your family? I teach urban survival training course that arms you with hundreds of skills and hacks to keep you and yours going when everyone else gives up. Food and water are only the beginning. Call the Rev at 303-809-3343. That's 303-809-3343. This is Clay with Wagner Electric Company. We're out of Greeley. We're here to promote our Generac and Cummins standby generators and our service to the community with any electrical needs. We're located at 1517 2nd Avenue in Greeley, 970-800-3693. The biggest thing that we want to promote is that we set the standard and we're here to support you and your needs. 970-800-3693. Tehebo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea helps build red corpuscles in the blood which carry oxygen to our organs and cells. Our organs and cells need oxygen to regenerate themselves. The immune system needs oxygen to develop and cancer dies in oxygen. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit TeheboTeaClub.com. Tehebo is spelled T like Tom, A-H-E-E-B like boy, O, then continue with the word T and then the word club. 
The complete website is TehiboTeaClub.com or call us at 818-610-8088, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-610-8088, TehiboTeaClub.com. Hi, folks. This is Pastor Bruce Miller with the Foothills Baptist Church family. Join us Sunday afternoons from 3 to 4 for the Foothills Baptist Gospel Hour. That's Sunday afternoons, 3 to 4, here on 1360 AM. Hey, Chris Lewis here with My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com, 970-776-0258. At My Favorite Gunsmith, all I do is repair firearms. I love freedom more than guns, but the only thing that separates a free man from a slave is firearm ownership. I would only add that it needs to work. All of my guns work. Do yours? Find out, 970-776-0258, My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com. That's 970-776-0258. Are you looking to sell your access construction equipment? Trust Steffes Group's team of professionals to get you the best return on your investment. Steffes Group is a nationally recognized leader in the auction business with over 60 years of experience. Their team of professionals prioritize honesty, integrity, and outstanding service, and they work with you every step of the way to ensure a smooth and successful auction process. Go to steffesgroup.com right now to find a sales representative near you and discuss your options today. The views and opinions expressed on KHNC are entirely those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Excursion Broadcasting Network. back to the third hour of today's Olive Tree and Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church program. I'm your host Rick Rodriguez. How far is heaven? We don't go to heaven. The new Jerusalem is coming to earth. We go to the millennial kingdom. We don't go to heaven. Heaven is a Oh, I don't know. A thought that uh, through the ages 
Somebody said we go to heaven when we die. No, we go to paradise in the heart of the earth and we wait for Christ to raise us, to call us, to shout. We will raise from the dead. We will be taken to the clouds in the air and we will be our new bodies. We'll have our new bodies, eternal bodies. There will be we will go to the judgment seat of Christ and be rewarded for the things that we have done in this lifetime or suffer for the things that we have done that were not of God, that were we built with wood, hay, and stubble, and those works will be burned, but we eternally will be saved. Then the wedding feast. Not everyone will go into the wedding feast, only the faithful. For a thousand years, they'll rule and reign with Christ for a thousand years. And Christ will seat us, and He will wait on us, and it's a wedding banquet. But we don't go to heaven. Very shortly, we're going to the judgment seat of Christ. Firstly, that's our first stop after we, raised, we are raised from the dead. Then our next stop, if we're worthy, into the millennial kingdom. If we're not worthy, well, we're going to be outside the city gate, outside the door. And we're going to suffer a little rejection. We're eternally saved, but we're just not inside the wedding banquet. We're outside and we're weeping, we're crying, we're in tears and there's no pain and suffering other than the anguish because we weren't allowed in to enjoy a thousand-year wedding feast with Christ. Then our next stop, eternity in the New Jerusalem. That kind of gives you an idea of what to expect. I left off. I finished the last hour. I was going to mention that for those that um, are looking for a fellowship that is safe, that I would recommend, because I don't have a church setting. There is uh, Bruce Miller, Foothills Baptist Church in Loveland. Uh, Bruce, this man knows how to preach the gospel. He knows how to shepherd Uh, you and the people in his fellowship he shepherds them and and in a righteous way in a God-fearing way in the ways of truth and he presents the truth about the Christian life and for those who need to be saved he presents your sin and the sins of mankind so that people can repent, be saved, and begin their walk with Christ. That's Pastor Bruce Miller at the Foothills Baptist Church in Loveland. I don't have his address, but uh, he is a wonderful man. He's a godly man. I've inspected him as a, that's what we pastors do, we inspect one another. And uh, example, 
There's talk of the red heifer. Israel is looking for the red heifer so they can begin their animal sacrifice once again, which takes the focus off Messiah and the atonement. But Israel is apostate. Bible, the scriptures say that they would be apostate until Messiah returns. But just like with the red heifer, they inspect it. They look for blemishes. They look for any, anything that doesn't meet the requirements of what the sacrifices of Israel were to be. There has been one heifer that has been the perfect sacrifice, Christ himself. Christ was examined during Passover week. He was examined during the years of his ministry. The uh, religious men of that time, Pharisees, Sadducees, the lawyers, the attorneys, they all came to inspect him. They wanted to inspect his miracles. When people were healed of their blindness, was it temporary or was it lifelong? When the lame were made to walk, was it temporary or lifelong? When he said that he would forgive man his sins, the, uh, this was a new, completely new concept to the priests of that time because they've never heard of such a thing. Only God could forgive sins. But he said he could heal and forgive sin. He was being inspected. The disciples were inspecting him also. The crowds, he was under the microscope by the crowds, by the disciples, by the religious world, by Rome, by the devil, by the fallen angels, by the demons. The demons knew, have you come to torment us before our time? And he'd tell them to be still, be quiet, don't reveal who he is. They knew. Then the week when he made his entry into Jerusalem, the week of his passion, he was being inspected. He's the heifer. He's the red heifer. Then, the night before, when he's taken into custody, Peter cuts off the ear of one of the soldiers. Christ puts it back on his head, heals him. I think that soldier got saved. Or, I do believe so. Then Christ has to stand before Pilate. He's accused by the Pharisees, Sadducees. Then his hardship begins when he has to be carry his cross <clears throat> to where he's going to be put on the cross where he's going to die. He was inspected and passed every test. He was the Lamb of God. The heifer, if you want to use the heifer as an example, they're looking for the perfect heifer without any, with the, everything's got to be perfect. With the people that are ministers that I 
uh, have been involved with, pastors that I've worked with, churches, assemblies. I would sit down with some of the pastors and I'd tell them, well, we're all inspecting one another. And they said, well, what do you mean? I said, well, I said, I'm, I want to, I'm, I'm inspecting. I am <clears throat> looking at you. Number one, I want to know that you are actually called to be a responsible in God's kingdom. I'm inspecting you. And whether you know it or not, you're inspecting me. I'm looking at your doctrine, your theology, your eschatology, your way of life, your conduct, your family, what you're saying, what you're speaking, where you're, where you are in God's kingdom. I inspect everybody around me that has any kind of position in the body of Christ. So, with with uh, I'm using Brother Bruce Miller as a, an example. I, if I were to recommend a fellowship where I would feel comfortable that some of the listeners would go, that would be one of the assemblies <clears throat> that I would recommend. Some people want a safe environment. I wouldn't recommend any other fellowship in the area that I know of, maybe a few, but I do know that with Brother Miller, with Bruce, uh, I know that he is single-minded for Christ. He is, his, the Word of God is everything to him. The souls of men to come into the kingdom of heaven Preaching the gospel to bring souls into God's kingdom is priority. And then once they come into Christ, the priority is that they grow. I know that this man is that kind of an individual. So, I uh, <clears throat> talked to Bruce this week and I probably should have visited with the audience about him because I know there are people out there you have children you want the word of God you want a safe environment you want a, an environment that is holy where the pastor truly cares where the people that are working with him he has a spirit he knows the people around him he trusts them and he won't he won't to put up with nonsense so for those that have are looking for a fellowship, looking for uh, some place to take your children to begin their instruction in the stories and the, you know, with children. They want to know about the Passover. They want to know about Moses. They want to know about King David. They want to know the Bible stories. Well, I can't do that. I don't have the time. I'm too busy. So that's Brother Miller and the Foothills Baptist Church there in Loveland. Now, I'm going to go back to the court scene in Revelation chapter, in Revelation. It is a court scene. A judge, an enemy, 
enemies, the victims, mankind, Israel, the churches, the uh, jury, the angels. The court scene is complete. The church is identified. Israel is identified to the point where in chapter 7 of, Gener of Revelation, each of the 12 tri tribes of Israel are numbered. That clear, that specific. The tribe of Dan is not included. The Danites are not included. They are the family that brought witchcraft into Israel. Manasseh took over for Dan. Dan is not included. Then you have the great uh, enemies of God, Antichrist and the false prophet. Everything is made clear in the book of Revelation. And it is pertinent to right today. The last 10 years, there's more in the book of Revelation about the last 10 years than the last 50 or the last 100 in the last 100 years. Antichrist comes to existence in the, at the end of the last 10 years. The false prophet the same. The great harlot Babylon the Great is destroyed at the end prior to Christ's return. China is in the book of Revelation. Kings of the East. The technology that makes Antichrist and the false prophets successful in their plan to rule their kingdom. Revelation chapter 13. Israel, the great persecution of the Jewish people internationally by Satan himself. Revelation chapter 12. The two witnesses who are in the court that have to testify to all the evil in Babylon the Great, chapter 11. The court which is written without, the, the court which is without the temple, leave out, measure it not, for it's given to the Gentiles, the holy city, they will tread underfoot 40 and two months, three and a half years. I'll give power to my two witnesses. Those are the last two, those are the last three and a half years the great tribulation. I will give power to my two witnesses. They will prophesy a thousand one hundred and three score days, three and a half years. The first half of the tribulation. These are the two olive trees, the two lampstands standing before the God of the earth. Corporate Jewish believers, corporate Gentile believers, not two individual people. These are born again Jewish believers, born again Gentile believers who are holy who are righteous, who stand before God. And if any men will hurt them, fire will proceed out of their mouth, devour their enemies. If any man will hurt them, he must in this manner be killed. Hurt means you couldn't die. You, you can die. It's just a hurt. It's not eternal. But those that hurt or kill those members in this company of prophets, witnesses, they will be killed. These have the power to shut heaven, 
that it rained not in the days of their prophecy, which is three and a half years. And they have power over water to turn them to blood, to smite the earth with all plagues as often as they will. And at the end of the three and a half years, the tribulation, the first half of the tribulation, when they finish their testimony, the beast that ascends out of the bottomless pit will make war against them, shall overcome them, kill them. Their bodies will lie in the street of the great city, America, which is called spiritually called Sodom and Egypt, the uh, land of perverse sexual sexuality and the world, the cosmos, where also our Lord was crucified. And they of the people and kindreds and tongues and the nations will see their dead bodies three and a half, three days and a half, and shall not suffer their bodies to be put in the grave. Again, the principle in the book of Revelation where you see three and a half, it means three and one half years. So these witnesses are going to be murdered, killed in the Babylon in America, their bodies are going to be seen in the streets for three and a half years. They're not going to be allowed to be buried. Not three and a half days like three 24-hour periods plus a half. No. Three and one half years. That's the whole seven-year period of tribulation, great, uh, tribulation, great tribulation combined then it says after three and a half days, meaning after the three and a half years of tribulation, the spirit of life from God enters into them. They stand upon their feet. Great fear falls upon those which see them. Then there is a voice from heaven saying, come up here. They ascended up to heaven in the cloud. Their enemies beheld them. So at the end of the three and a half years of great tribulation, after, not during, but after, then there will be the resurrection. Then you have the resurrection, the first resurrection. <clears throat> In the same hour, there's going to be a great earthquake. A tenth part of the city is going to fall in the earthquake. In the, in the earthquake were slain of men 7,000. The remnant were full of fear, gave glory to the God of heaven. So in the book of Revelation, you have a court scene. Judge, jury, you have witnesses, you have the wicked, the sins of the wicked. It's pretty detailed. You get to see the... Uh, the born-again family of God in chapter 1, 2, and 3 in the lampstands. Then chapter 4, you get to see the scene of Christ after His resurrection. And chapter 5, when uh, the seals are opened so that the mysteries of God are now going to be revealed to mankind. In chapter 6, you see the you see the, the untamed man, mankind, godless, godless mankind, represented by the horses of the apocalypse. 
This is untamed mankind. And they go into the time in which we're in to kill as many people internationally as possible. <clears throat> and in that campaign of death, they will uh, there will be a great martyrdom in the body of Christ. A red horse, power given him. There's a white horse going out to begin wars of the begin the wars that will happen during the time of Antichrist's power. A red horse that takes peace from the earth. The third horse who brings famine. And then the final horse which brings famine, war, death. Then the fifth seal is opened and he sees what? Under the altar, the souls of them which were slain for the word of God and for the testimony which they held. This is the this is the martyrdom that is taking place during the tribulation and great tribulation. White robes are given to every one of them. It was said unto them that they should rest for a season to their fellow servants also in their brethren brethren that should be killed as they were that they should be this should be fulfilled the holy spirit is not lying to the body of christ he doesn't lie to us he informs us as to what's coming when we're informed this should put us in a state where we know that we have to that we should begin to prepare ourselves for the hardships to come rather than just assume everything is going to be okay we need to prepare we need to prepare spiritually practically people ask the question do you want to know when you're going to die or how you're going to die or would you prefer to just when it happens it happens Christ is telling us the future we don't we know what's going to happen we have to make the adjustments and transition transition a lot of radio stations can boast about having two, three, even 500,000 listeners. But what they don't tell you is that their average listener only listens for four minutes. And if they're listening to music, they're constantly changing the channel. Same old boring commentary. Or as soon as a commercial starts playing, they change the station. Here at 1360 KHNC, our listeners listen longer, a lot longer. We have some of the longest continuous listener minutes in the industry. That means our listeners don't change the dial as soon as a commercial 
commercial starts playing because they don't want to miss one second of their favorite programs. Advertise with AM 1360 KHNC and have your message heard. Call us at 970-587-5003. We have the best rates in Colorado. So call us at 970-587-5003 or 1360KHNC.com. This is Clay with Wagner Electric Company. We're out of Greeley. We're here to promote our Generac and Cummins standby generators and our service to the community with any electrical needs. We're located at 1517 2nd Avenue in Greeley, 970-800-3693. The biggest thing that we want to promote is that we set the standard and we're here to support you and your needs. 970-800-3693. Hello, everybody in Northern Colorado. You're all looking good. I knew you would. (laughs) Keep listening to AM 1360, the roar of the Rockies, the best station ever. What type of financial advisor are you looking for? A lot of advisors work for some great companies that offer good products, but are they taking a close look at what truly matters to you? Most advisors are unfortunately one-trick ponies and come at you with the same strategy no matter what situation you are in. Most of the time, your advisor isn't even reaching out to you to review things and has no desire to actually build a relationship with you. You want to work with someone who's going to hustle their butt off and compete for you and make sure that you are maximizing your hard-earned dollars. I'll work day and night for all of my clients and do everything in my power to deliver the best service possible. Reach out to me, Joey Jaquin, Joe Jaquin's son, someone who is going to compete for your business and truly aligns with your conservative values. You can reach me at my personal cell, 602-909-9048. Again, 602-909-9048. If you're not listening to Swamp Fight, you're just not listening. Join us here in the Swamp Wednesdays at 5 p.m. and Saturdays and Sundays at 12 noon right here on AM 1360. final 30 minutes of today's program podcasts are on 1360khnc.com every Sunday 9 to noon for the Olive Tree Tree Lampstand Radio Church program contact information is Olive Tree Ministry P.O. Box 872 Longmont, Colorado 80502 And uh, during the week, I host the uh, Present Truth program from 2 to 3 in the afternoons. Podcasts are also on 1360khnc.com. Christ has revealed the truth to his people throughout the last 2,000 years 
He's been clear, specific, detailed as to what we are to expect. He has warned us repeatedly that we must pay attention to the signs of the time. He has made it clear through his apostles that we who are born again, we have the Spirit of God. We have everything that we need through His Spirit that is in us. We have hope. We have the endurance that we need. Every single thing that is needed to the, we, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. We have His peace upon our mind. In uh, Luke chapter 11, verse 9, I tell you, ask and it shall be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock, it will be opened to you. The Lord is telling us we have needs, we have fears, concerns, we're worries. We need to be strengthened in our mind, in our soul, in our mind, emotion, and will. Ask, ask for help. He's your God. Ask. He also says, seek. Sometimes, what is it we need to seek for? I'm not seeking for things of this world. I'm seeking to find God's will more perfectly in my life. Spiritual things are very important. Ask that your faith be made whole. Seek the wisdom that God can give you. Then it says, knock, the door will be opened. You need the Lord to come and visit with you on matters. Knock. He will come. We're crossing, we're transitioning out of the time known as birth pains. We're moving toward the time called tribulation. We cannot save anyone but ourselves. We have to, we pray for other people, but we also need to pray that God help us also. Ask, seek, and knock. For everyone who asks, receives. It's a promise. You will receive if you ask. If you don't know what to ask, remember, Paul said, we don't know what to pray for as we should. But the Spirit itself helps us with our infirmities. For He intercedes for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Many times when I pray, I don't know what, to, where, what direction to go. I just have to begin. Lord, I'm, I don't know. I know that something is important, but I don't know what. And as I began to just visit with the Lord, I will begin to realize, okay, okay. And then I can pray accordingly. 
Everyone who asks receives. The one who seeks will find. The one who knocks, it will be opened. Verse 11. What father among you, if his son asks for a fish, will instead of a fish give him a serpent? No. You ask for fish, God will give you fish, not a serpent. Or if he asks for an egg, will he give him a scorpion? No. Verse 13. If you then, who are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, and let's face it, we're all evil, but even in our evil state, we know how to give good gifts to our children. How much more will the Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him? This is one thing. The ways of God, you need the Holy Spirit. In the decisions you're making, you need the Holy Spirit. In everything, you need the counsel of God. What is the best direction you can take today? Forget tomorrow. The evil for tomorrow will take care of itself. This is the day. This is the day where God can help you. Every day. Ask, ask, seek, knock, it will be given you. Your faith must remain intact. If you are weak in your faith, you cannot please God. We walk by faith. We don't walk by sight. We don't walk by what we feel. We walk by faith. We believe that for in God, in His sovereignty, we are alive today. In the period of time that will be the hardest in, the, in mankind's history, it is not a mistake that you are here. Not a mistake that you live in this time. No such thing in God's kingdom. One of the principles of those who are, were the prophets of Israel God, there was no mistake. There was no accident. God is sovereign, wholly sovereign. And He has decided whether you're to be born male, female, your, the, where you live. I was born in America, not India, not Russia. God was sovereign. I have to look at, from my perspective, I reside in the land of the coming man of sin. I have, under the power of the Holy Spirit, I, my view through my study of the prophecies of the end of the world, 
through the study of the uh, contemporary uh, where we are as far as uh, you read the newspaper or you, you go to the internet there's a word I'm looking for but I view what is happening around me and what is happening around me in the world that I see is telling me that we're not changing anything the world is becoming more evil the wicked are becoming more powerful darkness is coming upon the land upon the world the the people of the world are in rebellion to God why do the heathen rage and the people imagine a vain thing the people in the these these very powerful people in the world of high tech science they are at war with God they are attempting to make man immortal they are changing the DNA of Adam we are homo sapien plus whatever else has been put into our DNA I was reading an article or listening to an article or listening to a program a gentleman was saying that because of the vaccinations and many other things that are that have been the new technology he says that in eight years every human being will have their DNA altered every every person on the earth the DNA will be altered added to an additional DNA from something else in the book of Revelation it says that the leaves of the trees are for the healing of the nations that doesn't mean at the end of the millennial kingdom that means that the time after Christ returns the nations will be in a state of sickness a decay the immune systems compromised every human being to some degree is going to have inflammation in their body they're going to be sick they're going to be unwell unhealthy and the leaves of the trees will be for the healing of the nations this is a sign that Christ said would happen mankind in Job chapter 9 it's he says that Job stated he was being um, examined by his two three three friends I think it was Eliphaz I can't remember the other two but they're examining exa examining his spiritual life his spiritual condition whether he's righteous or unrighteous has he committed a sin they're evaluating him psychologically wanting to know if you know maybe uh, there has been something in his faith with God that has brought this calamity upon him and Job with all of his distress he has boils all over his body he's questioning why and he doesn't realize that God had had a conversation with the devil Satan 
and Satan is the one actually afflict, causing the affliction allowed by God so that Job would be tested. And Job is steadfast in his resolve. I will, like his wife stated, why don't you just curse God and die? Don't take your wife's advice. Wives, don't take your husband's advice. Continue. So on top of everything else, he's being psychologically profiled. But he made a comment. He said, you know, I don't know why these things are happening, but if I, I can go to God and I can tell God, I am 100% right. I am legally right. I have nothing against you. I've done everything correctly. I'm a righteous man. I have no conflict with you. I stand before you perfect. Job says, even if I do that, I'm guilty. And why would Job say I'm guilty? Even if you stand before God with no uh, <clears throat> way for God to accuse you, and he says, I'm guilty. I'm still guilty. Even if I were pure, perfect, I'm still guilty. Righteous. Because inside of Job was sin. We have no case with God, no matter how upright we are, because inside of us, we're full of sin still. <clears throat> then Job says, I need a referee. I need someone to plead my case. Well, he is pointing into the future. We know that we need a Messiah. We need a referee. We need someone to stand between us and God. The only one that could do that is Christ. He said, I need a judge. I need a referee. I need a referee, someone to plead my case for me because I, no matter what I say, I'm still guilty. Christ is that referee. And Job said that the world will be turned over in the time in which we live. The world will be turned over and given to the wicked. The wicked will rule the world. And there's nothing that we can do about it. The wicked rule America. The wicked rule England. The wicked rule Russia. China. And in Israel, there are the wicked. Within Israel, there are the one world government uh, members. They want a one world government. <clears throat> they want Israel to be under the UN one world government system the whole world will be given to the wicked to rule the wicked will rule and the judges won't judge uh, they have a responsibility to judge rightly they won't they'll judge on the behalf of the wicked the judgments will protect the wicked Throughout the whole Bible, the theme is the same. You have those 
who are at all times through all generations in rebellion to God and who bring suffering, hardship, death to the world. It won't change. And this is why Christ said, unless he comes and shortens the time of evil, shortens the time of the wicked, no flesh will be saved. The creatures in the jungles of the earth, the fish of the sea, the fowl of the air, just creation is going to, literally he means, not exist. They will not exist. It will be just like Genesis chapter 1, the earth became void and waste. And mankind, mankind would not exist either. Israel will disappear. The Gentiles of the world will disappear. And the believers, we, uh, we are in a situation where we are time sensitive. We only get 2,000 years to be here. Israel will have 4,000, 5,000 years of occupancy here on earth. And um, more than that, actually. But we only get 2,000 years. Our time of living in this igloo on this earth is just about over. I can feel already eternity, you might say, pulling me. I, I, it's like eternity has a, a, a gravity is pulling me. And I had to tell the Lord on Friday. I'm, I, and really, sometimes I think, you know what? When it's time, it's, I want just like a snap of the eye, like snap of the fingers, that are like turning off a switch. I just want to be out of here. But, the, but I told the Lord, I said, no, Lord, I can't yet. You know it, and I know it. I, gotta, I have to be here. There are reasons. There are many reasons why we, those who are the overcomers, though in this, those in this audience who understand what I'm saying, you have to be here. Because each one of us, we have a responsibility to take care of. And uh, God has shown you your responsibility. And God will help you in that responsibility. And He will strengthen you. He will strengthen your mind, your emotion, your will. So that you'll be able to stand like these two witnesses in Revelation chapter 11. Where you'll be able to stand against what is coming. And God will, His Holy Spirit, He will strengthen you. And He will give you the whatever you need. And uh, for His glory. I, I'm kind of looking at the clock here, so I get distracted. I got. I must quit looking at the clock.
So I was, I was also going to say that with Job, Job was saying the world needs a Messiah. That's our duty. Number one, we are to present this kingdom that we're members of that cannot be shaken. We must present this kingdom to the people around us to give them hope and that they might receive this judge, this uh, individual who, not a judge, I'm sorry, a uh, referee, that they will give this referee the right to referee on their behalf. He is, Christ is a defense defense attorney for us. He is the defense, the only one that can stand between us and a mighty, righteous God, a holy God. He's the only one that can defend us against the children of the devil. He's the only one who can give us the hope that we need today, tomorrow, in the future. He's the prosecuting attorney. He's the one that will prosecute those that cause you distress. He's a defense attorney. He's our prosecuting attorney. He's our advocate. Everything we need is in Jesus Christ. In Yeshua HaMashiach. Everything we need is in this God. In Jesus Christo. He is the one who is going to represent the innocent people of the world and protect them so that he might have an inheritance in this period of time called the church age, many coming to him to be born again. In the time to come, he's going to protect people in Israel for the millennial kingdom. He's going to protect Gentile nations so that there will be a company of people that will go into the millennial kingdom that will never meet Christ, Jewish and Gentile. They won't meet Christ. Not everybody is going to meet Christ. But Christ is going to re represent them in His way to protect them so that the Jewish people in what's coming to the nation of Israel, there will be a residue that goes into the millennial kingdom with the nations of the world, with all of the, the uh, cleansing, a uh, homo sapien cleansing that's going to take place, God will still have a remnant in the nations that don't know Him, that will never meet Him, that are mystified when He opens the doors to the, to the millennial kingdom for them and ushers them in, there's a residue. Christ is, uh, is the answer to everything. Till next week, God bless everybody. May the Holy Spirit be upon you. May God be your referee this week. May He protect you from the prosecuting attorney 
on the side of the kingdom of darkness. May God keep you. God bless you. I will visit with you next week. Have a wonderful week. Rick Rodriguez. My name is James with Milco Carpet Cleaning. I'm based out of Millican, serving all of northern Colorado. We're a family-owned company that will clean your carpets, upholstery, tile, and rugs. My goal is to freshen your home and business, leaving you dry and clean in no time with no residues. Mention this ad and receive $10 per room off, up to $50. You can call me at 970-405-3740 or email me at nococarpetcleaning at gmail.com. Don't forget to check out my reviews on Google. Hey folks, The Rev here. Urban Survival is more than just a well-stocked pantry. It's preparations for contingencies that separate winners from losers. Be sure to attend the Longmont Survival Expo March 2nd and 3rd at the Boulder County Fairgrounds. It's Northern Colorado's premier event featuring thousands of survival products and subject matter experts. The event will be held in the Exhibit Building at 9595 Nelson Road, Longmont, Colorado. Phone number 970-581-5231. See you there. You can hear the roar, the roar of the Rockies, 1360 AM, KHN.